give God all of the praises that He's worthy of. Yes, yes. Surely yes. He is worthy to be praised. Yes, He is. Amen. We're going to go ahead on and join our, do our devotion service here. We pray all that you just yes, Lord. be with us throughout this journey. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. What will me love?
know that that song has a lot yes. of meaning yes. to me. Oh, yes. One of my favorite songs. Yes, Lord. Yes. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me, Lord. Yes. Now, we're going to continue. There you go, brother. brother. Talk with me, too. Talk with me. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes, Amen. Thank you, Lord. We're going to continue our devotional service here by inviting him to appreciate yes. Come in and love the Lord. Yes, Lord. And join the song of sweet accord. Yes, Lord. And thus around the throne. Oh, yes. Let those refuse to sing yes. who never knew our God. Oh, yes. But the children of the heavenly king yes. may speak their joys abroad. Thank you, Lord.
program also, Psalms 1, verses 1 through 6. We'll read it like it's entirety, and we'll read it responsibly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law to the and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, for all right, the shaft which the man driveth away, and his way. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And we know that God's word is already blessed. This is a time where we take to come together spiritually for our family prayer. Somebody need for one thing, somebody need for another thing, but we know that there's power and agreement. So that's when we take this time very special. We can come together and call on the name of the Lord. But we know the Lord will move on our behalf. But he showed paid attention. We touch and agree and come on one Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Let's, let's pray this prayer with anticipation and expectation that God will do just what we ask him to do according to his will. Well, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we just want to say thank you. We want to say thank you, Father, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Father God, we thank you, most of all, just for being our Lord and our Savior. Father God, right now, you've looked beyond our faults. You've met us in every need. You've kept us from Sunday to Sunday once again. You've protected us from danger seen and unseen. Father God, you've moved and provided for us with your powerful hand. Father God, we just want to say thank you. Father God, we thank you because, Father God, even though we have not been faithful to you as you have required of us, you keep on blessing us anyhow. And we just want to say thank you. Father God, we're not eager to the vices of the devil. We know that he's a, he is a, a worthy adversary. But you told us that the battle is not ours, that it belongs to you. Father God, that's why we come and take time to call upon your name. Father God, right now, we ask that you, oh God, don't take your loving kindness away from us. Father God, we ask, oh Father God, that you look beyond our faults and meet us in our every day. Father God, right now, we ask, Father God, before we ask you of everything, anything, that you, oh God, remove anything from us that's not like you. Father God, and only allow those things that you're working on to nourish and grow inside us to be more like you to sin. Father, give us a desire to pass like the dear pastor for the water for you. Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, give us a mind which is in Christ Jesus. Father God, help us to transform our lifestyles and our weary, very ways to be more like you. Father God, we are your people and you are God. Know where we'll weak and we, you know where we're strong, man. Father God, we ask you to keep a hedge of protection around us. As you work on us, Father God, so that the enemy may not pull us down. Father God, when we fall down, Father God, we ask, oh God, 
that you would just allow your hand to reach down and pick us up. Place our feet on solid ground. Help us to think the right thing and do the right thing. Father God, right now, help us be excited just about knowing more about you. Father God, help us right now to have a desire to be more like you and to grow into what you have created us to be. Father God, we come together corporately right now because we know that we need each other. Father God, we need you. We ask, oh Father God, that you bless me, Jerusalem. Where is the need of a blessing? Increase New Jerusalem with this an increased meaning. Father God, we ask right now, make a way out of no way. We ask for Father God right now, enlarge his territory right now. We don't ask you to do it for our sake, but for your name's sake, so we can be an asset to your kingdom right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, for those that are sick, that's not among us, but are even in our midst that are sick. Father God, we ask right now that you'll be a bomb in Gilead. You said by your stripes we are healed. Father God, heal your people's body right now. Father God, right now, strengthen them right now. Give them full recovery right now in the name of Jesus. You know those of us who, Father God, who are on that healing list, Father God, move by your spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Fight our battles for us, Father God. Be a battle axe in the time of a battle. Father God, be a way maker. Be a way out of no way in someone's life today. Not for our sake, but for your name's sake. So we can tell the world about what a mighty God we serve. Father God, if you do these little simple things, we'll be so careful to you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And Father God, we ask you most of all that while you are taking us through, that you give us a spirit of thankfulness while we're going through our struggle. If you do that for us, oh Father God, we will give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all who love the Lord say amen, amen, amen and amen. Put your hands together. God.
our congregation this morning, and we do acknowledge this on our Facebook live stream. We thank you all so much in the name of Jesus for being with us today. These are our announcements for Sunday, February 26, 2023. We will be celebrating our church 57th anniversary on Sunday, March 19th, during our morning worship service. We'd just like to remind everyone of your assessments of $57 per adult member. We have a very special program lined up for you being planned, and we're looking forward to all of you coming back on the third Sunday in March to celebrate our church's 57th anniversary. And to those members who may have moved from afar, we are inviting them to come back, a homecoming, back to our church for this great celebration. So we are looking forward to it. We will have additional information coming up, coming to you on next week. As we continue to celebrate Black History Month, our youth ministry will be making a special presentation following these announcements. Today we are sending happy birthday wishes to all born in the month of February, including our mission president, Sister Amy Thomas, and to all other celebrating birthdays in the month of, uh, February, um, the month of February. Let us continue to pray for everyone on the prayer list for healing. We are so happy that Brother Isaiah is with us today. He's in the church family. Pray for our pastor and leadership. Just pray without ceasing. God is good and he's good all the time. To God be all the glory. Our scripture verse for today comes from Proverbs uh, 3, 3 through 4. Let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the table of your tablet of your heart. Then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. To God be all glory. We turn now over into the hands of the pastor. Well, I thank everyone back in the sanctuary this morning. Thank God for keeping us. As always, he's been better to us than we've been to ourselves. And by God alone, I'll get us excited. Amen? Amen. 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 I don't see if we're going to have any business in the, in the sanctuary this morning, but I do want to welcome everyone that's on that Facebook line or the phone line into service this morning. I hope that you have yourself in a quiet place and you don't miss nothing God got for you while you are worshiping with us this morning. Amen? Amen. 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 Governor, ourselves according to uh, uh next Sunday, next month, the third Sunday, March 19th. Is our, our church 57th anniversary? Remember everyone's assessment, amen? It's not much, but it's, it's special to the us of the church, amen? Every adult member got $57 for our 57 year. It'll be a special program as it always is here. We've got so many good and talented and gifted, godly people in this place that we have no choice but to have ourselves a good time no matter what God brings our way in here. And I'm looking forward to it myself, amen? Amen. 
We have our Black History Presidential my Youth People. That um, I think I'm rushing by about ready. We will have the, they're gonna do a we got a dance that they're gonna do, and after that we got uh, what Warren will come forth for us after, after that dance. Amen. 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 Can you hear the prayer for our young girls? They are very faithful. They are, they are faithful. They are at church every Sunday. Amen. 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 We want to thank God for them because they could be somewhere else. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They could be somewhere else. Yeah. We thank God for their guardians, their parents. They try to make sure that they are here. And they, and they are, and they're not just coming to church and being made because they, they're marriageable too. Okay, they're marriageable. They're very, very respectful and marriageable. Amen. They're being brought right. Ain't nobody come to church in their pajamas. Ain't nobody come to church with their pants behind their booty, down below their butt. Yeah, they being respectful. Come on, them brothers are Anderson. We see you singing there. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It's very, it's very important. I don't take it. I don't take it for granted. And you'll see as God goes through the service, you see just what I'm talking about. Amen. Okay. Let's look forward. Praise God. I, I did forget uh, for our um, audience this morning, there's a misprint in your program. Our pastor will be bringing the message this morning. It was a misprint from last week, so God be the And we also want to remember Dita Johnson, who's recuperating. Um, please keep having in prayer as well. Amen.
Oh! <laughs>
because we don't have nobody like them left to carry on anything. That this whole this whole shop on this corner just shut right down after we leave here, and we're leaving here every day. Amen. We thank God for y'all. It's a fine job, y'all people. Yeah. Yeah. Fine job. You dance, you look respectable while you're dancing, and we can you was preaching while you were dancing. So we can duplicate the word from that. And I thank you, Warren, for uh, for your excitement. I can see it's not that you didn't know the words to say, but I remember when I I don't want to say when I first started preaching. And sometimes you get so excited that get inside of you, sometimes your words don't come out right. Or the words come out too fast. But as the words you do, then you begin to relax in the spirit. You will notice that God will just let you flow and you just enjoy yourself. And you don't have to rush, because guess what? No matter how we say it, God still will let them hear it how he wants to hear it. That's, that's the key to Everybody who come to me after I preach, Say something different about one word. And one word means something different to everybody that I hear. That wasn't sure it had nothing to do with me. It's about the Spirit of the Lord giving you the ability to just be a mouthpiece. And all you got to do is study and speak. Amen? Amen. I thank God for each other. Y'all did a fine job. Amen? Christ in the storehouse, so to be a meat in my house and say, Pooping our child, God, see now to open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. Amen? You know, uh, is a part of worship, and as we worship God and thank Him for all that He has done for us, He will He will bless us for our faithfulness. We're not all where we want to be, financially or otherwise, but guess what? We can call those things that are not as if they are. We know that God will make a way out of nowhere. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us bless this offering in advance. What you about to give? Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the ability and the, the time set aside in this service that we can give back to that which you've given us. Father, even those online, and as they give, Father God, bless them. Bless everyone in the sanctuary as they give. Father God, return it back to your people. Press down, shake it together, and run it over. Father God, you said that to be honest, try you. And see, don't you open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. We thank you for that. We do the vow for your people's sake. Come against that spirit of failure and poverty in the lives of your people. Be a waymaker in their life, oh Father God. Not for our sake, but for, for your name's sake. Right now, in the name of Jesus, let this offer be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. And when given days are over now here, send us a place anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. Father God, right now, we thank you. And all we love the Lord, say amen. 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 Church stand. Come from the back.
Tegyük körkötően szegény széle területnek látszózóra. No. No. John chapter 11. I'm going to shine this somatic spotlight in verses 1 through 16 of John chapter 11. Let's pray. Oh Lord our God, our excellence, your name and all the earth. Oh Father God, once again, it's another time that we stand before your people. Father God, we are unable to explain exegete and dissect this word. So we ask your Holy Spirit to come on in and exhibit his perfect teaching. I'm preaching ministry right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, come against Satan as he tries to snatch the knowledge away from your people. You said we perish for lack of knowledge. So we ask, oh Father God, that you give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Oh, yes. Let your word go forward with power and might. Father God, I understand I can do nothing without you. But I only can do all things in you and through you, my very being and calling exists in you. So, Father God, right now, let your word go out and accomplish that which you set it out to do. Let it fall on good ground. Father God, deliver somebody, strengthen somebody, give somebody the return of the joy of their salvation right now in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, whatever's accomplished in this setting, we will be so very careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord, for your people here. John chapter 11, commencing at verse 1. Now a certain man was sick, named Lazarus of Bethany. The town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore, his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha 
and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, said he to his disciples, let us go into Judea again. His disciples said unto him, Master, the Jews of late sought to stone thee, and goest thou thither again? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? If any man walk in the day, he stumbleth not, because he seeth the light of this world. But if a man walk in the night, he stumbleth, because there's no light in him. These things said he, and after that he said unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth. But I go that I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death. For they thought he had spoken of taking of rest in sleep. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent ye may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Then said Thomas, which is called Didymus, unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. I like to put a tag on this text. Let's have a conversation with you this morning. Lazarus' death, as it applies to Black History Month. Lazarus' death, as it applies to Black History Month. Let me take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Lazarus' death, as it applies to Black History History Month. <laughs> we are African American, over 40 million of us, inside a nation of more than 320 million people. We don't all think the same, feel, love, learn, live, or earn the same as is the case in every racial and ethnic people in America. There's no monolithic way of dealing with African-American people. Brothers and sisters, America has until yet to deal openly and honestly with the legacy of the systematic depersonalization of an entire people group known as the brutality of American slavery nor his bastard child known as Jim Crow segregation. The nation fails to understand and appreciate the plight of young black people in our country. Must we come again, in the words of the Negro National Anthem, over the way that what our tears have been watered? 
Is it possible that we must again tread a path through the blood of the slaughter? Unfortunately, we are not out of the gloomy past. And we are not yet to stand at last where a white gleam of our bright star is cast. America cannot understand how dehumanizing it is to African Americans to have our legitimate grievances ignored, dismissed, or discounted by tacitly suggesting that we are overreacting. We are admonished or admonished to move on and forget the wounds of the past. But telling us African Americans to move on and forget the wounds of the past is the tantamount to asking the Jews to forget about the Holocaust and move on. It would be the same as asking Bosnians to forget the ethnic cleansing of their people and move on. It would be the same as asking Japan to forget Hiroshima and Nagasaki and just move on. It would be the same as asking a Native American to forget the trail of tears on a massacre at Wounded Knee and just move on. The Black Lives Matter movement has been largely relegated by the larger culture to a fringe organization, much like the KKK or the New Black Panther Party and other groups that fall outside the mainstream of constructive dialogue. Their voices have at times been shrill and over the top, but that does not negate their message. And to delight, dilute the message even further, Deacon Cook, it is obfuscated by the phrase, all lives matter. Well, you're not saying anything to me, anything to me, when you say that all lives matter. They're not saying that all lives do not matter, but that black lives seem sometimes not to matter at all. You're not informing me when you say that all lives matter. All of my bones in my body matter. If I break a bone in my arm, that's the only bone I'm going to pay attention to. All houses in our community matter. But the firemen will only show up at a house that is on fire. All lives do matter. But that does not mean that black lives do not matter. Brothers and sisters, black life is seen from a distance. As if I is looked at from the wrong end of a telescope. To avoid looking at us with understanding, stories about us are told and handed down to generations of prejudice. Stories like black people are lazy, dumb, immoral, hustlers, welfare queens, and crack holes. All we do all day long is play dominoes, drink beer, have babies out of wedlock, and can't wait to get our hands on the flower of Southern womanhood, a white woman. Most blacks, I want you to know, pay their bills, are college educated, and many with advanced degrees, have stable two-parent homes, go to church, mind their business, and the apple of a real black man's eye, the apple of a real black man's eye, 
is not a white woman. But the apple of a real black man's eye is the paper bag tan, a mocha, chocolate, jet black, pleasingly plump, fine as wine in the summertime, phenomenal black woman. Somebody better ask somebody. Brothers and sisters, the notion, the very idea that we have been given everything comes from the erroneous thinking that we, the man, as citizens of this democracy, and has been denied us through the act of legislation, has been for white people simply by virtue of the fact that they were born white. And the ones of us who have the temerity to demand what white people fall into by their birthrights are called uppity niggers. And they're too big for our britches. Because we don't scrape and bow like step and fetch and Amos and Andy. Dr. Michael Eric Dyson, in a beautifully written op-ed in the New York Times, writes, your whiteness has become a burden too heavy for you to carry. So you outsource it through a vial of political figures who amplifies your most detestable, excuse me, your most detestable and private thoughts. The dog whistles and the coded language of the present Republican Party are designed to tell us in no uncertain terms they want their country back. We want our country back. New Jerusalem, that would, would be acceptable language where it coming from the Lakota and the Cherokee Indian, the Sioux and the Navajo Indian, the Comanche or the Shachata Indians, because they are the only ones to whom this country really belongs. My brothers and sisters, I do not wish to be misunderstood this morning. A black racist is as vile a human creature as a white racist. It is no, not either us or the police, it is both us and the police. I want the police to protect me. I just don't want the police to murder me. But when we militarize the police force and put up the black man as his enemy, he cannot protect and save me if in his eyes I am his enemy. My brothers and sisters, we got to be consistent in our argument or else it breaks down logically. Are y'all with me? When black men shoot up a place, they are labeled as terrorists. And that is exactly what they are. But they didn't call Timothy McVeigh a terrorist when he bombed that building in Oklahoma. They did not call Dylan Roof a terrorist when he killed those black people in that church located in Charleston, South Carolina. The young white men who went into man who went into Sandy Hook Elementary killed those children and their teachers was not called a terrorist. When black people kill, they are called terrorists and thugs. When white people kill, they're just sick. All hope would be lost if there was not a word from the Lord. There's a word from the Lord. John chapter 11 describes as one of the most hopeless cases in the Bible. Anyone looking in on the death of Lazarus would conclude that he was dead. 
and there was no more hope. Since Amy, even in the face of absolute hopelessness, Jesus demonstrates his power to step into any situation and transform it into a season of blessing. Lazarus was the brother of Martha and Mary. Jesus often stopped in their home in Bethany and reclined and enjoyed their fellowship. But now Lazarus is sick. And the text teaches us that there are in this situation some insurmountable problems. Like the insurmountable problems in the life of Lazarus, those same problems are in the lives of a lot of black people in this country. There's a problem of disease. That word disease in the text, Warren, means weak and sick, totally lacking in strength. Are y'all with me? You can't send a brother to Afghanistan, a war in Iraq, and the, who should not have been a war from the first place, bring him back home without deprogramming him and send him to work at Home Depot. No, that ain't gonna work. You cannot have joblessness in the community and no hope on the streets, failing schools, failing and deteriorating communities, and then expect a black person to see that there's some hope in all of that for them. The problem, the problem is disease and delay. Jesus heard from Martha and Mary that Lazarus was sick. And he could have gotten there in time. Yes, he could have. As a matter of fact, Jesus could have healed them five miles away. Because Bethany was just five miles away, y'all. Jesus was just five miles away. All Jesus had to do is speak a word. But he delayed. Why? Because he knew what was on the other side of the pain. Jesus knew what was on the other side of the pain. Did y'all hear me? Right. He knew what was on the other side of the pain. And Lord delayed sometimes in doing things in our life because he called this crazy talk in our community for a lot of our parents in the community. Letting their children decide if they're going to go to church or not. You can't let your child make those kinds of decisions. Because they will make the wrong decision every time. You can't let them delay coming to church, delay getting an education. Brothers and sisters, our young people have no respect for authority. They have no respect for their teachers, no respect for the principal, no respect for their elders. But if they don't respect you and me, how are they going to respect somebody else? So how do you expect the police not to go after them if they got an attitude of disrespect? Yes, ma'am, will take you a long way. Yes, sir, and no, sir, will take you and get you a long Do I need to say that again? Yes, sir, and no, sir, and no, ma'am, and yes, ma'am, will take you a long way. That's right, everybody be quiet. That's an insurmountable problem. And then there's the problem of death. If you're going to argue logically, the argument has got to hold up on both sides. All the killing in our community isn't coming from white people. We are killing one another. Our older people are not scared to go tonight in their community. They're not scared of white people in their community. They're scared of young black men on the streets in your community. 
Every street that's named after Martin Luther King Jr. in America is riddled with crime and death. The streets have the name of a man who stood for nonviolence. Pull your pants up, God. I'm not trying to figure out anymore what's supposed to be so cool about guys wearing their pants down below their behind. Help me, somebody. I ain't trying to figure it out no more. You won't be coming to my house with your hand pants pulled down all the way. You never had. Ask me and they never. It ain't happening. Never would have happened. Warren ain't wearing his pants down like that. Ladies, explain me why you can't take your pajamas off before you go to the store. And I ain't saying young people. I'm saying women do this too. I don't understand. Why would a guy want to talk to a girl, a female, in her pajamas? If you ain't got no boundaries, why would it bother you? Uh, because if you would come out in your pajamas, what else you might do that I don't know about? Why would you be interested in a guy with a pants hanging down below his butt? If he ain't got enough class about himself, what do you see in him? What are we raising, y'all? Talk like you got some sense. Talk like you got someone raising you. A lot of our problems are self-inflicted. White people are not calling our black women out of their names. Rappers are doing that. I'm telling y'all buying what they call music because I know what music supposed to sound like. They call our women hoes. We celebrate them. If my people, the Bible said, that are called by what? Don't help me. My name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from your wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. Help is not coming from your politician. Help not coming from the police. Help is not coming from the pastor. Help is coming from the Lord. The insurmountable problem here is death, delays, disease, uh-oh, and doubt. Many believers lose the battle right here in the arena of doubt. Jesus delayed coming to make sure that Lazarus was actually dead. And when he got there, check this out, Martha and Mary seemed to be fussing at him. Lord, if you had been here, I'm glad you showed up, Lord. But it's too late now. I know you got the message, Lord. Thank you for coming, but what are you going to do now? Brothers and sisters, it's always too soon to give up on that black boy or black girl. You know why? Because Jesus just hadn't showed up yet. I said it then. It's always too soon to give up on a black brother or sister. Because Jesus just hasn't showed up yet. You've been trying to do with, with them what you could do with them. But you have not turned them over to Jesus yet. Because in your head, they act like fools. But in God's head, they are school teachers and doctors. Let me, let me tell you how that works. Let me try to help you how this works. Put a basketball in my hand, and you ain't got nothing but a basketball in my hand. But put it in Steph Curry's hand, and you can't shoot it from half court at every time. Place a golf club in my hand, 
And I look like I know what I'm doing, Deacon Cook. To put it in, in Tiger Woods' hand, and he'll show you what a golf club was made for. I wish I had a witness up now. Play some football in, in, in my hand, and you have it in the hand of a man that wished he could throw a touchdown. Place the football in the hands of Tom Brady, and you just place the football in the hands of one, one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever played the game. I'm trying to tell you how this works. Place a nail in my hand. Can I get a witness in Place a nail in my hand. And you don't have nothing but a nail in my bleeding hand. But put a nail in Jesus' hand. You got redemption, justification, salvation. There are insurmountable problems, but secondly, I see some inconceivable promises. Can I get the witness up here? Jesus said to Martha, you are going to see your brother again. Martha said, I know I will see him again at the resurrection at the last day. And Jesus said to her, essentially, you're looking at what you're looking for. You're talking to what you're talking about. You're speaking with Martha what you are speaking of. You're standing by what you're standing on. I am. I am. Jesus said, I am. 
the resurrection. He that believeth in me, though he be dead, yet shall he live. I know I got some Bible reading And he that lives and believes in me shall never die. Now here, now here, here, here is the inconceivable problem. Jesus said, Martha, do you believe this? Because the answer to this, that question will make you shout right now. There are over 7,000 problems. I thought y'all were all in the message today. There were over 7,000 7, promises in the Bible. So every morning, ladies and gentlemen, when God wakes me up, God has a promise for me. Oh, can I get a witness here? I will keep you, bro. Yes. In perfect peace. Yes. If you keep your mind uh -huh. stay on me. Yes. That's a promise, y'all. Yes. We've been making dirt for a night. Yes. But joy yes. coming in the morning. Yes. That, that, that's a promise. Uh -huh. If you be not weary and well doing, uh -huh. in due season, uh -huh. you will reap if you faint not. Yes. That's a promise. Not seen, ears have not heard, but God is in store for those that love Him. That's a promise, Sister Tracy. That's a promise. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. There's a mother with wings. That's a promise. If you can't believe that black man, if you can believe that black woman, Jesus can make a difference in your life. I want to move from these insurmountable problems and this inconceivable promise. You know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about an incredible power. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about an incredible power. I'm trying to get out your way. Jesus went to Lazarus' grave. And when you read the scripture, it said that Jesus was grieved and troubled. I'm in the book. Jesus was grieved and troubled. The word in the text in the Greek, Nicole, means to snort like a horse. <clears throat> he was grieved and troubled as he stood since the age before Lazarus' grave. Trouble because of the lack of the people's faith. And trouble, you know why? Because he had to wake Lazarus up from a good sleep. <laughs> Jesus is so awesome. Let me see if I can help. He said, roll the stone away. He said, roll the stone away. Then he says, Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. He commands, Sister Jenkins, Lazarus to obey what he cannot hear. Y'all got me? Because he's physically dead. And until Jesus quickens him, he cannot obey. But when the Lord says, come, dead people have to get up. Is anybody else Is anybody here used to be dead? And the Lord said, come forth. When the Lord said, come forth to some of us, you got up from your gambling. You got up from your stealing. You got up from your living wrong and came to Jesus because he said, Lazarus, come forth. 
Jesus said, Brother Anderson, come forth. Deacon Cook, come forth. Deacon Frado, come forth. Every time I read that scripture, every time I read it, I start shouting. Because Jesus had to call Lazarus by his name. Y'all ain't with me. Stop calling that black man out of his name. His mistake is not him. It is his mistake. Stop calling that black man out of his name in front of his children because you're teaching his children to disrespect him. Jesus called Lazarus by his name. But here's the shout. If he had just called and said, come forth, Abraham would have gotten up. Jacob would have gotten up. Joseph would have gotten up. Moses would have gotten up. It was not time for a resurrection. It was time for a resuscitation. And what some black men need is a resuscitation. They need us to tell them our hope is not lost. It is not over till God says it is over. Jesus said, come forth. And when Lazarus came out of the grave, oh, y'all need help now. I got to go. Lazarus came forth. Lord, he came forth about the grave. He had his grave clothes on. Yeah, he, he, he was living, but he was bound, Mother Tom. He was bound. He was alive, but he was bound. Jesus said, loosen and let him go. Because he ain't no good to me bound. Listen, he paid his debt to society. Let him get his driver's license back. Let him get an apartment. He done paid his debt to society. Let him get a job again. Stop sending him back to jail. I'm yuck. I don't care who get mad. Stop sending them back to jail for parole violation and you let white boys rape girls in college and you give them three months to spend a sentence. But you send us back to jail for parole violation. Oh, I'm through. I know y'all tired of me. That's okay. But here's the real shout. Lazarus is up out of the grave. And when you read chapter 12, Jesus had been invited to dinner. And he's reclining at the table. And the Bible says, guess who has come to dinner? Lazarus is seated at the table. Yeah. Lady Jenkins, I want you to tell Dr. Jenkins how I'm going to try and make the Holy Ghost help me close because I'm out of y'all way. And the Bible said, they came not to see Jesus. Right. But to see Lazarus, who he had raised from the dead. <laughs> and somebody in this church this morning, not just here to see Jesus, but to see somebody who has been raised from the dead. If the Lord loosed you, loosed you from your grave clothes, caught you out of your dead situation, opened up your tomb where your dead body was, then you ought to show up in church on Sunday morning and give God your best hallelujah. (laughs) 
know I was dead, but I'm alive again. We ought to be letting people around us know, yeah, I used to be dead, but Jesus caught me out of my dead situation. I was lost, but now I'm found. All y'all say, I was blind, but now I see. Is there anybody here who's glad Jesus raised you up? Is there anybody here who you got your own resuscitation story? You on your way to hell, but the Lord turned you around, raised you from a bad situation. Tell somebody, I was dead, yeah, I was dead, but the Lord saved me. I was lost, but the Lord came and found me. I didn't know his name, but the Lord gave me another chance. If the Lord been good to you, why don't you help me praise him this morning? I want to say thank you.
seed from thine bounty. Father God, bless the hands that have provided it. Bless the hands that have prepared it. Father God, let food only nourishment to their bodies right now. And as they eat together, let them come close together. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of His Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us both now and forevermore. And let the church say, Amen.